here's what you need to know. In the NFL, ESPN reports that the San Francisco 49ers have officially given Jimmy Garoppolo's agents permission to seek a trade. In addition, Garoppolo, who's recovering from off-season surgery on his shoulder, has been cleared to start practicing again. NBA today at a Los Angeles courtroom, Charlotte Hornets restricted free agent forward Miles Bridges pleaded not guilty to three felony domestic violence charges. In college football, Texas A&M has suspended its top receiver, senior Anaya Smith, after he was arrested early this morning on charges of driving while intoxicated, unlawful carrying of a weapon, and marijuana possession. In golf, Henrik Stenson announced that he's joining the Live Tour. As a result, Stenson was removed from his role as the captain of Europe's Ryder Cup team. I'm Isaac Lohenkron. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Stockton. Open three. High schools. Also going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports, wife carrying. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. My name is Jason Walker. No Eric Franson today again for the second day in a row. I'm flying solo as newest co-host, and I've been put on solo duty because Eric decided to go on vacation, which, fair enough, I went on vacation a couple weeks back, and then I got sick. So uh, he's getting back at me by putting me by myself. Nah, that's not why. That's not why he's going on vacation. He deserves a vacation. He's getting it. But we've got plenty to talk about today. Big stuff for Utah State. Mountain West Media Days began today. They released the predicted order of finish. Tomorrow they'll be releasing their preseason awards. The uh, preseason All Mountain West teams. We've been seeing different media outlets put out their all Mountain West teams, um, and we'll be reviewing those tomorrow to kind of compare with the, uh, I guess, reviewing again all those as we compare them to the, I guess, the <coughs> the real thing, I guess, the technical real first, you know, All, all Mountain West teams that get put out tomorrow. Uh, one really quick thing, uh, we talked about these yesterday briefly, that Max Shulga, he's been playing with the Ukraine U-20 team, and they played this morning, and it it, uh, it did not go well. Uh, they played Turkey, and Turkey is, uh, according to FIBA, one of the top five teams uh, for the age group. And just like when Ukraine went against Spain, who's number two in the age group, according to FIBA, uh, Ukraine lost pretty badly to Spain and to Turkey. They they lost to Turkey today, uh, seventy-two to fifty-six. Uh, Max Shulga once again not having a great statistical game. He finally made a three-pointer. He was zero for eleven. <coughs> uh, uh, zero for eleven heading into uh, today. He was zero for eleven in his first three games. Went one for five from three today. So finally made a three-pointer. One of sixteen now. 
Uh, but he had six points, six rebounds, and five assists. That was probably his best line was the five assists uh, and just the one turnover. Um, I mean, in a game that they lost pretty big, he was only minus five in his just about 26 minutes. So not the greatest performance from Ukraine against Turkey, but when you're playing a tough opponent, sometimes you're just overwhelmed. And Max Shoga hasn't quite reached the uh, star player level. Uh, hopefully, maybe one day he will. Although by then he won't be eligible to be on the uh, U20 team anymore. But we do want to get into this Mountain West Media Day stuff. <coughs> and excuse me as I cough throughout the entirety of this episode and and take drinks and whatnot. I'm still like recovering from being sick. Like I've recovered from being sick, but like lingering symptoms are really getting to me. So I've got to like keep drinking. I'll try to keep that noise off the air as much as I can, but otherwise I'm just going to be a coughing mess. But if you want to comment on some of the stuff that's been going on today, the, the predicted order of finish and all that, you can chime in on the text line as always, the full court press text line, 435-339-0321. That's the number you can text to comment on what's going on. Without further ado, we have the predicted order of finish. <clears throat> as voted on by the league's media. I believe 28 people voted on this. So for the Mountain Division, this is the predicted order of finish. With 14 first place votes and 151 points, Boise State. Then Air Force, who had 10 first place votes and 136 points, they were picked to finish second. Utah State was picked to finish third. They got three first place votes. And 122 points. Colorado State was picked to finish fourth, well behind Utah State with 90 points. Colorado State actually got a first place vote, though. So four, four teams in the Mountain Division received at least one first place vote. Most of those going to Boise State and Air Force, but Utah State and Colorado State each getting votes. Then we have uh, Wyoming picked to finish fifth. New Mexico sixth. In the division. By far, they got 29 points. So probably picked to finish last by everyone except like one person probably. <coughs> uh, looking at the top three, uh, the gap, just kind of interesting, the gap between Boise State and Air Force in terms of total points is just about the same, if I'm doing my math right, as the gap between Air Force and Utah State. I believe it's 15 points between Boise State and Air Force and 14 between Air Force and Utah State. Again, that's assuming I'm doing my math correctly. Um, I do want to talk about this predicted order of finish, but really quickly, just to, to update you on the West Division, what was predicted there, Fresno State, the overwhelming favorite, 20 of the first-place votes for the West Division. San Diego State getting all of the other first-place votes. They had eight. They were predicted to finish second. Then it's in order, San Jose State, Nevada, UNLV, and Hawaii. So, Fresno State and Boise State are the favorites to face each other in the Mountain West Championship game. What would probably, well, I guess the, I was going to say the last Mountain West Championship game. The last Mountain West Championship game that comes from divisions. Assuming that the new system they put in will be permanent, this will be the last time we have division winners. But 
I wanted to talk about, you know, the fact that Utah State picked to finish third. We went over this a little bit a few weeks ago, me and Eric. We looked at all of the different media predictions. What do the media have to say about where Utah State's going to finish? And there was an almost universal consensus <coughs> that Utah State would finish third behind Boise State and Air Force. Phil Steele, his uh, college football preview, third in the division. Athlon Sports had Utah State third in the division. College Football News, third in the division. ESPN Power Index, third in the division. Um, Mountain West Wire, who came out with theirs pretty recently, they had uh, Utah State third in the division. A couple were below third. Uh, Chris Murray of... uh, I forget the exact name, Nevada Sports Net, I think. Uh, he's a Nevada reporter, but does a lot of Mountain West stuff in general. Uh, he had Utah State fourth in the division. I believe Colorado State, he had Colorado State ahead of Utah State. Uh, SP Plus has Utah State fifth in the division. And then there was a random sports betting website I found. Actually, they had Utah State third best odds to win the division, so I guess they, they kind of had Utah State third in the division. So, like... Doing a quick count, like six different outlets, like five different media outlets in this one sports betting site I found, just to kind of, I went there to see what the, the betting side of things looked like. So basically five media outlets, plus even most sports betting, I imagine, put Utah State as third in the division. That's about as much consensus as you can get. When people's opinions are involved, because you look at SP Plus, lot you know, it's mostly numbers based. So when people's opinions are involved, when they're looking at it, they're saying, "All right, how is this going to end up?" Pretty much every opinion out there is that Utah State's going to finish third in the division. But is that right? I'm not so sure. Now, granted, I did have. A bit of a rant earlier, uh, again, a few weeks ago when I was first coming on, basically this warning saying that I believe there is a a real chance that Utah State falls off this season, that they have a very disappointing follow-up to last season. Because the trick is right now, expectations are high. And I'm going to be talking a lot about how I think Utah State has, you know, they've got an argument that they should have been picked to finish second. But there is a chance they could fall off. So these opinions could be right. SP Plus could be right. Maybe Utah State finishes fifth in the division because maybe they just completely fall off. But I really think that if you're just looking at it and, you know, looking at the numbers, looking at the returning players, Utah State really has an argument that they should have been picked to finish second. And so you kind of have to look at Air Force really quick to understand, like, why are people picking Air Force to finish second? And a lot of that has to come from the fact that Air Force returns 15 starters from a team that went 10-3 and last year. (coughs) 
They returned nine starters on offense, including their quarterback and their running back. You know, so a big part of their obviously mostly run game. They don't have much of a pass game. Their passing game is are basically trick plays, which somehow managed to trick Utah State every single time. Kind of frustrating there. But you know, and they also have the six starters on defense, just over half their defense, a defense that did really well last year. They, I believe they gave up less than 20 points per game last year. So really good defense, returning a lot of their players. So there's good reason to like Air Force. But when you look at Utah State, and with Utah State and Air Force, the second and third place, you know, if, if the predicted order of finish kind of plays out where Utah State and Air Force and Boise State are fighting for those top three, <coughs> it's likely going to come down to head-to-head. Utah State and Air Force are probably going to finish within a couple, uh, you know, a couple wins of each other. And I think it, it came down to that last year where Utah State ended up getting to the championship game partly because of a tiebreaker with Air Force. I, th- I might be wrong. They might have just been ahead of Air Force anyway. Um, but the thing is, Utah State plays Air Force at home, which is actually a big deal for a potential tiebreaker. And it's something I think that should have been considered. Like you say, all right, if you're s- splitting hairs over whether or not you think Air Force or Utah State is going to finish second or third, Look at the head-to-head matchup. And where it's being played is a big deal. (coughs) Because Utah State, when they play Air Force at home, they've done significantly better. Uh, When they're, I believe, the overall record doesn't look great because they're 2-2 since joining the Mountain West. Now they're 2-2 at home when facing Air Force. But when you consider the two losses to Air Force... At home, we're in 2020, the completely awful year, and 2016, when Utah State went three and nine. And that 2016 year, when they went three and nine, they lost to Air Force 27-20. They lost by a single touchdown. So they still were pretty close in that game. The other two home games are 2014 and 2018. They were both solid years, and in both of those years, Utah State won. And so I believe this year, unless Utah State just has an awful year, I don't see them losing to Air Force. You know, this coaching staff's going to get another look at Air Force. And you look at Air Force's defense last year, they were supposedly really good. Utah State lit them the heck up. And so Utah State's going to get a crack at them at home. You know, they're returning... A decent amount of offensive production, at least in the run game, and they're bringing back Logan Bonner for the passing game, bringing in some talented guys to replace the guys they lost last year. <coughs> they won't have Andrew Peasley, who was kind of the hero of that Air Force game. But thing is, being able to play Air Force at home is huge for a what could end up being a tie-breaking game in terms of the standings for Utah State and Air Force. And so, just coming back to all of this, I can understand somebody picking Utah State to finish third. 
Maybe they just believe even if Utah State manages to win a head-to-head matchup, maybe they just think the Air Force will end up having a better overall record. And I, and I can understand that. And, I, and I've said this before. I can understand picking them third in the division. What I don't understand is everybody picking Utah State to finish third in the division. And I guess there's three people at least who picked Utah State to finish ahead of Air Force because there were three media members who picked Utah State to finish first. So I guess there is some exception. But in terms of, you know, when people are putting their heads together and putting together these voting systems or sometimes it's just the one person who was a Phil Steele, the entire consensus is third in the division. Which I don't get. I feel like somebody should have picked Utah State to finish second the season. Because that could very easily happen. Because they could end up beating Air Force and they have a chance to get a good enough record to you know, stay ahead of Air Force. <coughs> and they could even potentially repeat what they did last year with losing to Boise State but still managing to make the championship game, depending on how Boise State does uh, the rest of the way. So let me know what you think. Go ahead and text in again, 435-339-0321. That's the Full Court Press text line. Uh, we do have a couple of texts coming in from 9315. It says, well, looks like we don't have to play tricks on Eric being gone with the host. Uh, on Eric being gone, the host with his ugly take. On the Aggies is cutting his own through. Didn't quite get through on that. Um, he also said, can't wait to see what Eric does when he comes off vacation. Uh, he'll probably, I don't know. He'll tell me that I did a good job. But in his head, he'll be like, I did a terrible job. Messed everything up. All the years of work of building up the reputation of the full court press. All that wasted. Because he left it to me for a week. <laughs> I hope I won't do that bad. Uh, but some other things I want to get to, I want to get to kind of my my optimistic and pessimistic view of possible outcomes. Because this is kind of who I am. I have moments where I'm completely pessimistic, moments where I'm optimistic. So I want to kind of get the range and kind of feel that out and tell you guys what I'm thinking as far as, you know, what are my worst thoughts for Utah State? And also, what are my best thoughts? Because sometimes I flip-flop back in between these. Because right now, I'm kind of in a mode of, oh, Utah State's going to prove all the haters wrong, and they're going to win 10 games. And that's kind of the mode I'm in right now. And maybe a couple weeks from now, I'll be in the, oh, Utah State's not going to win seven games this year. You know, I, I, I might flip back to that. So I'll kind of give you guys the range. Um, we also do need to get to the top 25 Aggies. That'll be our next segment. We're revealing number 22. Um, the, the number 22 player may also go through some honorable mentions, uh, that, you know, didn't quite make the list. And I also want to, I know I'm, I've talked about doing a range of predictions, pessimistic versus optimistic, but if we have time, I would like to give pretty much a solid prediction, say, you know, between the optimistic and pessimistic, find that middle ground where I say, this is what I think will happen. 
and whether or not I think it will be enough to finish second or third in the Mountain Division. We've also potentially may or may not have time to talk about some of the award watch lists that are coming out. It's watch list season. They're all coming out. And we've got Maxwell, the Maxwell Trophy, Davey O'Brien, the Doak Walker. Utah State's, you know, they're, they're dipping their, <laughs> excuse me, there goes the cough attack. Utah State's dipping their foot in the water on some of these watch lists. Will they win the award? Probably not. But we'll talk about how these players may possibly end up doing. You know, how are they going to respond to there being more expectations? Because neither of these players were on any of these lists uh, before last season. So how will they respond to the pressure coming up this season? There's also talk about Mountain West realignment. That was, of course, going to get brought up at Mountain West Media Days. Um, Craig Thompson had a a couple of thoughts on it, a couple of interesting thoughts that I may uh, uh, get into. Again, we're going to see if we have time, but... First off, before we get to our first break, got to talk about Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Hotter weather is brutal on your vehicle. Definitely is really making making things hard for me. Taken into Valvoline Instant Oil Change, they're across the street from Angie's. They have Valvoline Synthetic and Valvoline Max Life Oil for your vehicle. And they'll get you back on the road fast. So again, up next, got Top 25 Aggies, number 22. This is Gene Needham of S.E. Needham Jewelers. If you are in the market for a diamond engaged ring, I would like to personally invite you to visit our store. With our beautiful selection of rings and broad diversity in style, you are sure to find a ring you'll love. You'll enjoy our quiet atmosphere as you view our beautiful selection of diamonds. We grade each diamond twice in order to assure exactness in the diamonds we present. Shop and compare, and then come to the Diamond Engage Ring Store, where Utah gets engaged. Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Elements has delicious lunch specials, two for $30, or the new soup, salad, and bread special for just $10. is tasty and quick. Elements' lunch menu is full of scrumptious items prepared with a personal touch. Wood-fired pizzas are an excellent choice that include barbecue chicken and the bee's knees. The fresh-battered halibut fish and chips with seasoned fries is always a hit. And don't forget the fan-favorite Munster Burger. Casual or professional, open Monday through Thursday, 11.30 to 8 p.m., and Friday and Saturday, 11.30 to 9 p.m. Visit the Elements restaurant.com for reservations today. Hi, this is Deputy Solanoa from the Cache County Sheriff's Office, inviting everyone to join us for the annual truck pull for Special Olympics Utah. This year's charity event will be held Friday, July 22nd at 8 p.m. in the parking lot south of Maverick Stadium. Teams of 10 people will compete to see who can pull a fire truck 10 yards the fastest. Teams can sign up by visiting this radio station's website and clicking on the community calendar. Everyone is invited to come out and cheer the teams on. Sign up your team now and come watch this fun event again on July 22nd at 8 p.m. at the parking lot south of the Maverick Stadium. Hi, this is Bob Larson with LSS Insurance. Come learn how to make an informed decision for your retirement, Medicare, and Social Security. It's never too early to plan for the future. The third Thursday, July 21st at 7 p.m., come to a free seminar at our office. Call 752-9493 for details. We will answer your Medicare and Social Security questions. Come the third Thursday, July 21st at 7 p.m. Call 752-9493 to RSVP. And walk-ins are always welcome. 
Avoid the stress of renting a shampoo machine and cleaning that dirty upholstery yourself. This is Dial with ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry's hot carbonated extraction process will make any piece of furniture in your home look close to brand new again. Sofas, love seats, recliners, or even car seats. ChemDry of Northern Utah is happy to clean your carpets, but don't forget about making sure everything in your home is the cleanest, healthiest environment for your family. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Is there a doctor here? Listen. The long NFL contracts are dumb. But still, the point is the same. Like, you're under contract for five years. You wanted the security. Well, part of the security with a five-year contract, part of the security with a four-year contract, part of the security is those are the years you're under contract. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio. The Fan. All right, welcome back to the Full Court Press. Jason Walker, Sands 1, Eric Franson is off on vacation. But while he's gone, you can go ahead and text all the funny things about Eric Franson. He texted on the Full Court Press text line, 435-339-0312. I promise I'll keep it between you and me unless he goes back and looks over these texts. Uh, 9315, uh, just before the break, he he says, uh, why not first place for USU football? Uh, and everyone get on the watch list if they play for college football. I actually agree with that second point. <laughs> now, when we, when we get to the watch list, I'll, we'll talk about how many players are on some of these watch lists. But as far as Utah State in first place, I mean, there is that outside shot. And, I mean, there's three people in the media who think that Utah State not only can but will finish in first place. I think that's a possibility. You know, when you look at my more optimistic predictions, Utah State could very easily end up in first place, if the cards fall their way, kind of like last season where they lost to Boise State and Wyoming, but still managed to get into the conference championship game. But we have the next reveal on our top 25 Aggies of 2022 list. We're revealing number 22 today. So without further ado, let's go ahead and reveal that. Number 22 on our Cash Valley Media Group's list of the top 25 Aggies is Terrell Vaughn, wide receiver who comes to Utah State as a junior college transfer out of Ventura Junior College in California, where he was a California Junior College All-American receiver. He caught 149 passes in his JC career for over 1,700 yards and 20 touchdowns, plus he had 10 100-yard receiving games. He enrolled for Utah State after transferring in the spring of 2022, so it was through spring football, a physical education major. He adds to a wide receiver group, a newcomer to Utah State. Number 22 on the list, Terrell Vaughn. Yeah, so another receiver. We've already had one receiver on this list so far, number 24. Kind of my favorite to be a star out of the slot, Kyle Van Leeuwen. I had uh, Van Leeuwen all the way at... 16, I did not actually include uh, Terrell Vaughn on my list. <coughs> Could be an oversight by me. 
I could end up being wrong. He, you know, Vaughn looks to be another slot option. He comes in at 5'7 and a buck 70. I believe Van Leeuwen is about 5'9 and maybe a buck 80, buck 85. Uh, not much bigger. Of course, I've seen Terrell Vaughn listed as much as 5'10. Like, his height has varied wildly depending on where I was looking when I was, you know, looking up things about uh, Terrell Vaughn that I could share. Uh, since I didn't do too much research into him because I decided not to include him on my list. But just looking at him, he could end up, you know, there's a possibility that he beats out Van Leeuwen for that top slot spot. Say that 10 times fast. Uh, if Van Leeuwen, he, you know, Vaughn could just beat out Van Leeuwen. Or if Van Leeuwen, he's had a bit of an injury history. <coughs> if he gets injured, Vaughn could step in. And again, as I talked about with Van Leeuwen, there's a great opportunity for whoever you know, fills that spot over the middle because that's where Logan Bonner is at his best, and that's where Utah State did really well scheming in terms of getting guys open. That middle of the field was open, and Bonner, again, not the most accurate, but the guys with good hands. You know, Brandon Bowling was reeling in passes. He had a really great season catching passes over the middle from Logan Bonner, and I predicted that Van Leeuwen uh, is basically going to replace that. He's going to be that guy running over the middle. But Terrell Vaughn could end up doing the same. Very much a possession receiver. He's not really a, a, a deep threat guy. For instance, if you look at his freshman season with Ventura uh, Junior College, he had 979 yards and 91 catches. Now, it's interesting. When you have 91 catches but like only you know, only. 979 yards. It's a little over 10 yards per catch. Obviously, both of those numbers are pretty impressive. You know, getting 91 catches and getting 979 yards. That's impressive. Uh, but it kind of shows that he's getting those yards with volume catches, short catches, which obviously has value. I don't want to degrade him and say, oh, he's not a good receiver because he's only averaging like, I think that comes out to about like 10.9, somewhere in between 10 and a half and 11 yards per catch. You know, I don't want to degrade him because of that, because there are good receivers who average around that. Their value is in the fact that, well, he's catching 91 passes. That's something you want. That's getting the first down on second and four or third and seven. You know, that's the value of a slot receiver. And so Terrell Vaughn, you know, I'm thinking that he's going to be behind Van Leeuwen on the depth chart. But obviously the voters, they're, uh, they're outvoting me and saying that Terrell Vaughn, will, they believe Vaughn will be in that spot that he'll be the top slot guy and that he'll be making those plays. And he very well could. He has the track record in junior college of being a very productive receiver. It's often interesting when you get some of these guys out of junior college. Look at Justin McGriff coming out of junior college. Wasn't he super productive wide receiver? And yet we're looking at him a couple years down the road and he's on this top 25 list. So go ahead and spoiler for that. He's, he's further up. On the list, um, there's a lot of people expecting him to be one of the top receivers, even though he wasn't productive in junior college. But Vaughn was. Dang near 150 catches. You know, as Al Lewis summarized his, his career totals, 149 catches, 1,715 yards, 20 touchdowns, 
10 100 receiving yard games, and all this across two seasons. And that's really impressive. And it's something that I really like to see from, you know, especially with junior college transfers, is you feel better about them when you can see that they've produced. When you can see, okay, they've actually done something. They have a track record of producing. Because if you've done it before, then perhaps you can do it again. Yes, he's going to be jumping up in terms of skill level. The, the corners are going to be faster. The corners are going to be bigger. You know, the, the corners he was going to get up against were probably not, as, not much bigger than he was. In the Mountain West, they're going to be bigger than him. And potentially just as fast. But the fact that he has done this before, he has put up big numbers. That's something that I think can be, uh, it's a possibility. He could be a, you know, a big producer in this offense. An offense that's returning a quarterback that just set the record for most passing yards in a single season. All right, I want to go through a, a few honorable mentions. We've teased doing this a little bit. Uh, obviously, with having, I think there were five of us. Yeah, there were five voters. Five voters in total. So obviously, we didn't agree completely on the exact 25 players. So there are a few players that received votes, but were left off the list. I'm going to go over a few of them. A few of these guys that were on there, they've like since transferred. Or uh, actually been kicked off the team. So I've had to skip over some of the honorable mentions, but I'll go over some of them and briefly talk about maybe why they were almost on the list, but not quite. So the first guy to miss the list, just barely missing it, was Josh Sturzer, the tight end. There's actually no tight ends in the top 25. Sturzer was the closest they got. He was the first, he was the first man off the list. Uh, he was the main backup to Carson Terrell last year. And so that's kind of why he's viewed as potentially just he'll inherit the top spot. Now, he may not. I actually put a different uh, tight end uh, in my top 25. I had one. I had, I had Brock Lane. Um, he's actually <laughs> at the bottom of the honorable mentions. Um, but Sturzer obviously could very easily jump into that top spot at tight end. Um May not be a super productive player. Utah State's really struggled to have super productive tight ends for the last uh, a few years. <coughs> they had some in the in the Jordan Love era, but they've kind of struggled. You know, Terrell wasn't super productive last year, so we'll see if Sturzer, maybe Brock Lane, or maybe somebody else. There's a few a uh, few different guys. Um, you know, coming in that maybe could uh, make an impact at tight end. Uh, another honorable mention, uh, safety, uh, defensive back, Dominic Tatum. He missed most of last year due, due to injury. He played in a few games, but ended up uh, redshirting. Um, you know, because of that injury, missing pretty much all the entire year. He was expected to be a big part of the defense. And it was it certainly hurt when they lost him, but now he's coming back. And so, and I guess probably because he missed all last year, Maybe that's why he didn't make the top 25. If we'd have done this list last year, I bet you he would have made the top 25. But this year, just it having been a year and whatnot, um, you know, just didn't quite make the list. A couple of other guys, uh, offensive lineman Wyatt Bowles. 
Uh, Bull's probably not going to be a starter, but he'll probably be a key backup. Uh, if anybody get, gets injured, he'll probably be the first one to step in. Possibly a tackle. Maybe you could slide him in at guard. Uh, so he'll – obviously he's not one of the starting offensive linemen, but he could potentially uh, play a big role this season if somebody goes down. Um, that's We'll probably stop it there. We'll probably mention some more honorable mentions. As we go along, there's probably – just doing a quick count. I think there's like seven or eight more. If I'm doing my math right, I'm probably not. There's a few more honorable mentions we can bring in here, just guys who didn't quite make the list. But anyway, we'll cut to a break here. But first, we've got to talk about something. We've got to talk about Grantham Mobile Auto Repair. Grantham Mobile Automotive will come to you. It's warming up. Well, it, it's, it's already warmed up. But since it's already warmed up and it is hot out there, we're getting into July and we're getting to that August heat. Beat the heat and let them fix or recharge your air conditioner. Call them at 435-229-4345. It started out as free. But then they said it would only be a few cents a day. What you're hearing is real, and it may be happening to you. I pay for streaming video, then the cloud storage, then streaming audio. Where does it end? It ended up being a lot every month. This is the sound of nickel and diming syndrome. It's a real thing. It is a real thing. I just want to hear my music. Is that so wrong? There is hope. For millions of people, there's radio. Radio? Radio. With zero down and zero per month. Radio delivers all the news, music, and entertainment you want, when you want it, for free. No usernames, passwords, or Wi-Fi connections required. Here's my card number. It's 735 don't speak. When you listen to local radio, you'll never need that. Oh, this, this is so wonderful. Yes, it is. The cure for nickel and diamond syndrome. Oh, oh, I could use a hug. It's radio. No subscription required. Bright Green Cars. That's the only thing you need to remember as you're driving down Main Street in Logan looking for Jarek's fine jewelry. Hi, this is Jarek. We have a lot of people comment on the Bright Green Cars outside, and some even talk about the building. But the overwhelming responses come when they step inside. Jarek's showroom was created to offer an intimate, romantic setting for couples to enjoy their ring-buying experience. Everyone is treated like a friend, with no price negotiation needed. Make your engagement special. Make it Jarek's. Come see us at 930 North Main in Logan. Just look for the bright green cars. Who do you turn to if you want to change out your wood or pellet stove? Advanced Fireplace and Stove. They were voted the gold medalist for Best of Northern Utah for the second year in a row in the fireplace retrofit category. Be ready when the government's next wood and pellet replacement incentives pop up. Advanced Fireplace can help you navigate the paperwork. For more information, call Advanced Fireplace and Stove, 752-7272. Online, advancedfireplaceandstove.com. Do you have a broken appliance? Save money and repair your appliance with Daryl's today. Maybe you'll decide you need to purchase new. If so, you can apply up to $95 of your service call toward an appliance purchase. We reduce the risk when you choose Daryl's. It's a unique deal only we can offer you. See our store for details. Daryl's Appliance Service and Sales West on Airport Road. Open until 6 p.m. on weekdays, 5 on Saturday. 
Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. At White Pine, we value compassion, integrity, and service. We are committed to serving you and treating your family as our family. We will be here when you need us most to listen, to help, and to provide exactly what your circumstances require. At White Pine, we promise to dedicate our time and attention to you and your family. We invite you to come by and meet us. We're confident you'll feel a difference. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. All right, and we're back. More Full Court Press here on a Wednesday. At least they hope it's Wednesday. Otherwise, I'm just crazy. But we've got Mountain West Media Days. Um... We've already talked about the predicted order of finish that the Mountain West, uh, the league's media, what they put out, they, like pretty much everybody else, thinks the Utah State's going to finish third (coughs) behind Boise State and Air Force. And I kind of put forward my contention that I think Utah State should probably have been picked to finish second. Because I think Utah State's going to play well enough this season, you know, to be in contention to be in the second or third at least. And they'll probably be Air Force in the process. So they should probably finish second. And thank you, 9315, for confirming that it is, in fact, Wednesday. Says it, it, it's win Wednesday. Go Aggies. That's what 9315 has to say. And then we got, uh, I think Utah State does like touchdown Tuesdays. They've been putting out uh, different highlights from last season. <coughs> a lot of the touchdowns they scored, and they scored a lot of them. And a lot of them were Logan Bonner throwing them. Um, no, he set the record for most touchdown passes, he rewrote the record books. And I want to get into this, and I might, I might end up having to postpone uh, giving you guys my complete thoughts on my optimistic and pessimistic views and my true prediction for Utah State because there's a lot I want to get into with that, and we are already rolling on toward the end of the show, believe it or not. Um, so we'll get into that a bit later and maybe a little bit closer to when Eric comes back because obviously he'll want to be giving his predictions too. And when he comes back, we'll probably be talking to, we'll be bouncing each other's predictions off of each other. So we'll try and get into that maybe a little bit later. Uh, 9315 chimes in again. Says, I bet we beat Boise and YBU. And he also asked, when does the show go to two hours? And uh, they've not actually told me that. Or actually, maybe they haven't. I've forgotten. Um, I've probably asked that at some point. It'll probably go to two hours sometime in August, I believe. Around the time when we really start getting into the preview of Utah State, and especially when the football season starts, I'm pretty sure it's somewhere around there. But unfortunately, I'm not in deep enough with the company yet to know all that important stuff, unfortunately. They barely trust me enough to uh, do this show by myself. And they don't trust me to run the board, which is a smart thing. They, they shouldn't trust me to run the board because I don't know how to do it yet. 
So that's why I got a friend in here. <laughs> but he, he doesn't say anything. He just stays quiet. He can say something if he wants to. But <laughs> I'm, I'm shy. He's shy. Fair enough. So I do want to talk about, um, I mentioned this already, award watch list season. And talking about being shy, the award watch lists are not shy about putting anyone and everyone on these lists. I might have almost made one of the lists just by being alive. Um, There are two Utah State players who so far have made a watch list. I don't know which, you know, how how many of the lists have come out because there's like 20 different awards. There's an award for every single position. Uh, I don't know how much they condense offensive line, but, you know, there's an award, and it's named after – every single one of them is named after somebody. And I can almost I, – I recognize most of them. I don't know if I can name them all off the top of my head. <clears throat> but if you name them, I can probably tell you which position is, mostly because I know which position that guy played. You know, Doak Walker the goes to the best running back. Davey O'Brien goes to the best quarterback. Maxwell goes to the best player, so it's kind of the Heisman, but also not the Heisman. Um, but kind of three of those I mentioned, the, the Davey O'Brien and the Maxwell Award, <coughs> those two watch lists, Logan Bonner is on both of them. Uh, we briefly teased the Maxwell list uh, a few days ago before Eric left. Uh, so I believe on Monday. <coughs> there, there are 85 players. Listed on the Maxwell watch list. And a reminder, there's 130, give or take a couple, 130 FBS teams. So that's, I mean, what's the math on that? Like, what percentage of teams, theoretically, I know maybe there's two players on one team that make it. But just doing some quick math, really quick math, talking so you can't hear me as I slowly try and type it into my calculator. So like 65% of college teams, theoretically, well over half, could have at least one player. Again, there's going to be some doubling up with two players on the same team, especially getting some of the Power 5 conferences where they have you know two or three five-star players. But, you know, if you're a team in the FBS, and if you're a decent team... <coughs> You've probably got somebody on the Maxwell watch list. Um, the Davey O'Brien list was a little more exclusive. Only 35. Only 35 players. As opposed to the 85 of, of the Maxwell list. Um, and I believe every quarterback playing for a major university in Utah made it. Um, I believe Cam Rising, I think. I think it was Cam Rising. I think that's his first name. Uh, out of University of Utah, Jaron Hall, and Logan Bonner. It's actually an interesting thing where uh, a few years ago we had Jordan Love, Zach Wilson, and uh, I've just suddenly spaced his name. Um, quarterback for the Utes who is now playing for the Ravens. is the He's the very competent backup for the Ravens. Suddenly forgetting his name. Tyler Huntley. That was his name. Had to Google it really quick. Tyler Huntley. So a few years ago, we had actually three really good quarterbacks um, out of the state of Utah. Uh, Huntley, probably the 
Probably the least of the three, but I think he has the most starts. Maybe Zach Wilson, I think he started the full season, but but Huntley actually has some really good playing time. Uh, you know, filling in for Lamar Jackson really fits well in that system. And this year we've got three quarterbacks in the state of Utah on the O'Brien list. So it is kind of interesting uh, the fact there's probably, again, going to be a debate in Utah. Who's the best quarterback? <coughs> Excuse me. Who's the best quarterback? In the state of Utah. Sure, Aggie fans will all say Logan Bonner, and he certainly had the most productive season, I believe, of any of those guys. May very well do again. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, And it'll be especially interesting because one of the points I wanted to make was that, you know, now with Logan Bonner's expectations. (coughs) I was pretty worried about Logan Bonner last year, actually, because I was worried that he couldn't beat out Andrew Peasley. I felt like I had Andrew Peasley figured out where he's he was a kid who had a good arm but wasn't a super great quarterback, like quarterback, quarterback, passing quarterback. You know, because obviously he is a spectacular runner. Knew that about him. And he proved that time and time again. But I was worried Logan Bonner, he can't beat out, beat out a guy whose main thing is that he runs. And then Logan Bonner comes in and absolutely, you know, just slings the ball all over the place. Rewrites the record books. Just like Jordan Love did back in 2018. Just like Chucky Keaton did back in 2012. We had three quarterbacks in the last decade. Rewrite the record books in their own respective year. The interesting thing about the last two guys, Keaton and Love, their follow-up season, 2013 for Chucky Keaton, 2019 for Jordan Love, they were a little disappointing. They did not really live up to you know, the major expectations that they set for themselves. Uh, Jordan Love, he did well statistically, or kind of well statistically. But I mean, first go back to Chucky Keaton, he got injured. That was his main thing. He was actually doing pretty good. Through seven games... In 2013, he had 1,300 yards, 18 touchdowns to two interceptions. He was flying. Then he gets injured. So it wasn't so much anything he did wrong. But because of bad luck, he wasn't able to you know, follow up what was a legendary season for him. Jordan Love, now, if you guys remember, all the hype. They uncorked everything. The love for Heisman, hashtag love for Heisman, where they put a 10 instead of the L-O in love. I still have the little notebooks that they handed out to the media that had hashtag love for Heisman. But that 2019 year, he still threw for a decent amount of yards. He had 3,400 yards. He had 3,500 yards in his sophomore season, the, the one we all remember fondly. But he threw just 20 touchdowns as opposed to 32. And he also had 17 interceptions. So not a great fault. So it'll be interesting. Obviously, we talk about these watch lists. Bonner's not going to win the Maxwell or the O'Brien Trophy. Not by a long shot. But it'll be interesting. Uh, and Calvin Tyler Jr., similarly, don't have as much time to talk about him, but maybe does he have a chance to go for 1,000 yards rushing? Maybe. 
There's a possibility he's going to have, I think, more carries this year than he did last year. So there's a possibility. And he was productive last year, 884 yards, seven touchdowns. So he's not going to win the Doak Walker Award. But I think there's a possibility that he he could be a 1,000-yard uh, rusher. But we're at, we're at the uh, we're backing into a break here. We're going overtime. I'm, I'm talking, flapping my gums too much. But really quick, want to talk about uh, Napa Auto Parts. You can get hard to find diesel oils from Shell, Chevron, Valvoline, Amsoil, and Schaefer's all in stock. And if you're looking for work, to, uh, if you're looking for work, you can join the Napa team. They're looking for drivers and counter sales. Cache Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, and the Hearing Aid Center are now located in Providence in a beautiful new office complex at 2245 North, 400 East North Logan, just south of the Cache Valley Hospital. The entire staff and doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette look forward to helping you and your family at this state-of-the-art facility. Cache Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat is now located in Providence and their new office at 2245 North, 400 East North Logan. Go to CacheValleyENT.com for details. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical. I'd like to invite you to learn more about us. Since 1997, we've been Utah's premier one-stop shop for home medical equipment. What sets us apart at Alpine Home Medical is the superior level of customer service. We provide home oxygen, CPAPs, wheelchairs, scooters, breast pumps, and so much more. Come on down and get to know us. Visit alpinehomemedical.com. Don't get caught without power to your home or business. This is Tyler with Golden Spike Electric. We offer Generac backup generators to keep your home or business warm, avoiding frozen pipes, loss of valuable food, or even a flooded basement. Golden Spike Electric is certified and factory trained, so you know it will be installed right and properly maintained. Contact Golden Spike Electric so you'll never be without power again. Online at gsegenerators.com. We also service other brands. Golden Spike Electric and Generac. Power you can count on. Hi, this is Ashley Nate, Operations Manager with Cash Valley Bank at our Preston Branch location. In celebration of our new branch in Preston, we would like to invite you and your family to our open house event on Friday, July 22nd. We will have food and prizes at our branch location next to Stokes Market from 11 a.m. until 2 p.m. We are excited to bring the Valley Grown Bank to Preston. Come and celebrate with us and discover what Cash Valley Bank can do for you. Member FDIC. Loveland Living Planet Aquarium takes us outside our everyday lives into a world of discovery. It's a chance to explore our innate curiosity, discover animals from around the world, and experience the all-new outdoor plaza and eco. More to explore at Loveland Living Planet Aquarium. Reserve your visit at thelivingplanet.com. This is The Herd. Attention listeners. With Colin Cowherd. I think Jimmy Garoppolo has now become the most underrated player in the NFL. By a mile. Colin, he can't stay healthy. So let's attack that narrative. He played 15 of 17 games this year. 15 of 17. Plus three playoff games. This is The Herd. With Colin Cowherd. Wow. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio. 106.9 FM. 1390 AM. The Fan. 
The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. All right, back with the Full Court Press. On the text line, 9315 chimes in again, says, tell Gary Coleman to speak into the mic, please. Referring to our uh, off-air talent. He's shy. Don't get on him. He's just, he doesn't have much to say about sports. He's a hoot and holler off here, though. All right, really quick, we're going to talk about Mountain West realignment, like the 30 seconds that I've talked about this. Uh, Ron Counts of, I believe it was the Idaho Statesman, he uh, reported on Twitter saying the commissioner said six to 12 teams, a rather vague uh, range there, have reached out about joining the Mountain West. Craig Thompson also said, quote, we don't have to do anything, close quote, and he was referencing expansion. It's like, I don't know what's going on there. He could expand. He might not. Who knows? Be going on. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Over the years, Major League Baseball has caught a lot of flack for being uninteresting. And if we're being honest, most of those claims aren't that far off. But last night's All-Star Game was a little different. Despite the American League winning the event for the ninth consecutive year, the All-Star Game was a lot of fun. The game featured superstar talent on both sides. Players were mic'd up, had some home runs, and the league allowed some aging stars like Albert Pujols and Miguel Cabrera to participate. Competing with the NFL or NBA is a tall task for baseball. In today's day and age, sports fans are attracted to action, and baseball doesn't have as much action as basketball or football. And the games take significantly longer to finish, or at least it feels that way. That's caused baseball to fall behind. But if last night is any indication of where the sport is going, there could be hope for baseball. Because although the league is often criticized for being stuck in the past, it looks like Major League Baseball may finally be learning how to attract a new audience, a younger one. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. And now, a message from Discover about real rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that you actually want and something that you can actually use, something like cashback match. Discover matches all the cashback you've earned at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, because when it comes to rewards, you can't go wrong with cashback. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations to apply. It gets harder to lose weight as we get older. And if you're trying to get fit this summer, get M-Drive Boost and Burn. Burn fat, boost energy, and it supports healthy testosterone. M-Drive Boost and Burn. Clinically tested ingredients support weight reduction, testosterone, and lean muscle. Try M-Drive's exclusive deal for my listeners Get your first two weeks of M-Drive Boost and Burn for just $5. Sign up at mdrivedan.com. Don't let age beat you. First two weeks, five bucks. M- it's the Napa Auto Parts Bucket Sale. Buy a Napa five-gallon bucket for $5.49. Get 20% off three or more items that fit in the bucket. Some exclusions do apply. And if the hot weather's killing your battery, get a $20 rebate on a new Napa Legend Premium or AAA batteries. Seafoam fuel treatment, $8.49 a can. Hard to find diesel oils from Shell, Chevron, Valvoline, Amsoil, and Schaefer's all in stock. And if you're looking for work, join the Napa team. They're looking for drivers and counter salespeople. Napa Auto Parts, voted best of Northern Utah. 
This is Ryan My Mattress. A mattress store recently closed right next door to our Riverdale location. Most people have said how awesome that is for us. I think I disagree. At My Mattress, we love competition. We love it if you shop other places, but also give us a shot. Shop online or go to other stores, maybe even a warehouse sale, but come into My Mattress because we want our shot at winning your business. Come into My Mattress right now and see if better sleep and better pricing are what you'll find. You asked, begged, and even pleaded, and the heavens heard you. KLGN Logan, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.